let's just all skip to the world in which we agree you are the CEO. Now, regardless of whether you're a solopreneur right now and you're one year into your business or if you've built a considerable team and revenue, I want us to take a look at your relationship with yourself in this position. Are you respecting this position of authority? Do you speak about yourself and your decision-making with kindness? Are you undermining your own authority in your brain and (gasps) out loud? Welcome to Sincerely Future You, a podcast that helps ambitious women like you make decisions today with the future you in mind. Hi, darlings. Welcome back to Sincerely Future You. It's kind of weird to say the title of my show in the intro because it sounds like I'm signing off. (laughs) Sincerely, right? If you've never listened to the show before, here's what Sincerely Future You means, what this show is all about. This podcast was created to help break the way that you think, to help women, specifically business owners, begin to do the life-changing work of creating their future from their future. What does that even mean? It means that you decide what you want your life and business to look like, who you want to be as a CEO and as a human, without factoring in who you've been up until today. That means if the past 10 years you've been teaching music lessons to kids, but in the future your business doesn't involve kids at all, that's not a problem. You simply decide all of the elements of your future from desire and imagination, and then using your future self's wisdom, we're going to reverse engineer how she got there. On the show, you're going to get some tough love coaching, hilarious if I do say so myself, personal and client anecdotes, and real tools that you can apply today to become that masterful CEO of your big life and your big business. You're going to learn how to master what I consider to be the big three. That's your time, your money, and your mind as you pursue that next level of that big future life. So today we're talking about CEO drama, specifically your relationship with the CEO, you. So if you want more of this type of episode, you can simply search mindset or mind drama and Sincerely Future You, and then you can binge all of those types of episodes. You could do the same thing with money and the same thing with time. You dig? So I am Jess McKinley-Wayno. I'm a life and business coach for women CEOs. And before we get into the topic of the day, here's what I've got for you today. We're going to give you your hype sesh, your pep talk today. I know we all need this. And then I've got to shout out our listener of the week. And then we're going to dive into the topic. And then at the end, I'm going to give you a few more details about the splash pad and happening sessions. There's a little surprise about that that nobody knows. It's going to be announced live at the end of this episode. Those are two rooms that you might be craving. Okay, here's your hype sesh for today. Listen up. I love to imagine that we're connected in this life, you and me. Maybe we don't know each other personally. Maybe we've exchanged pleasantries on Instagram. Maybe you're a brand new listener. Regardless, I believe that there's a reason you're listening right now. We have something to give each other. 
a lesson, an insight, feedback. Maybe your ears have been on the receiving end of a lot of naysayers lately. A lot of people who don't really get what you're, it is you're trying to do with your life and your business. Maybe they're telling you you should be careful or to slow down or a subtle version of who do you think you are? Well, turn that dial way down low. You are the mastress of your own consumption, my sweet friend. And I am here to give you only useful nuggets for those ear sockets. So listen up and listen up good. You are qualified enough to take that next step. Qualified as defined by Webs, means fitted for a given purpose. Ooh, I love that one. You were fitted for this. This is your purpose, okay? Everyone who was ever great decided to qualify themselves by identifying with this belief before they ever had the experience that you're shaming yourself for not having yet. You have to go through levels and levels and levels of beginner phases before your mastery. That's the name of the game. And that's the game that you signed up for by starting a business. Now, I'm here to remind you that whatever failure you may be in the process of collecting, whatever skill you don't have yet, whatever awkward, stumbly, Bambi-looking thing you're working through right now, that's the path to your future. Commit to however long it takes. And when you're feeling scraped up and spit out and full to the brim with the doubt of your friends or voices just in your head, come back to this show. Turn on a hype sesh. Get your brain back to center where the only thought that swims there is, I am qualified. I am qualified. I am qualified. Say it with me. I am qualified, motherfucker. (laughs) Louder. Yes. There she is. There's a glimpse of my friend, a future you, the girl who knows that she was fitted for this given purpose, who has a hundred times the number of clients to prove it, who is sold out, who is still imperfect and still stumbling through a higher level of being a beginner because she knows this is the point, the learning, it never ends. All right, we got to do a shout out of the week. Nick 9Av. Nick 9Av. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but Nick 9Av says, my mornings with Jess. Each morning, I've been taking my dog out for a walk and listening to Jess. Whether it's one or four episodes I get to listen to, I'm just amazed at all the knowledge and just mind-blowing simple facts she drops in each episode. It gets me going and replaces the coffee kickstart for the day. It's helped me be able to differentiate between the facts and feelings of the emotions I'm going through with building my business. It's a thousand percent worth a listen. Thank you so much for that review. And I just want to say that this is something that when I am writing these episodes, it helps me as well. Sometimes it just takes a a filter. It takes a sifting out what is real? What are facts from what are the thoughts that are running in our head? And it takes getting them out of our head or having the reflection of a coach to sometimes just show us what's true for ourselves. So I'm so glad and really honored that I get to be that person for you and get to be that person in your ear while you're having one of the most 
precious moments of your day on your dog walks. Thank you so much for listening and for giving me that feedback. I can't wait to deliver more mind-blowing little nuggets for you to use next week. Let's dive into the topic today, your relationship with the CEO, who, hopefully if you're listening, is you. Most of my clients come to me in the solopreneur phase. However, even many of my clients who have staff, some upwards of 30 people, continue to think of themselves as an employee in their business rather than a CEO. Check in with yourself. Do you think of yourself as the CEO? If not, why not? What qualification would you have to achieve in order to consider yourself the CEO of your business? The chief executive officer, CEO, is defined as the top position in an organization responsible for implementing existing plans and policies, improving the company's financial strength, supporting ongoing business transformation, and setting future strategy. Basically, you run the show. For the sake of time, let's just all skip to the world in which we agree you are the CEO. Now, regardless of whether you're a solopreneur right now and you're one year into your business or if you've built a considerable team and revenue, I want us to take a look at your relationship with yourself in this position. Are you respecting this position of authority? Do you speak about yourself and your decision-making with kindness? Do you honor your seasons of growth and failure? Do you have compassion and matter-of-factness when you dive into learning a new skill, launching a new product, or tapping a new market? Are you undermining your own authority in your brain and (gasps) out loud? Ugh. Are you treating the things on your calendar that don't have outside accountability as important? And if not, more important as a meeting with a client or a staff member. Imagine you were in a corporation and you had a meeting with a CEO at one o'clock on Friday. Would you cancel that because you weren't feeling inspired? Or would you show up late? Would you continue to push it because other things came up that felt urgent? What about if the CEO made a decision and they laid out a strategy and the company fell short on the goal? Would you judge and shame the CEO because they should have known better? Your relationship with CEO you tells me everything I need to know. It tells me how quickly you're going to be able to overcome an obstacle in your business. It tells me how quickly you're going to grow. It tells me how likely you are to quit. Let's break it down into my favorite three ways to view things, of course, time, money, and mindset. First, we're going to talk about CEOU and time. CEOU deserves respect. There's no way around it, okay? And one of the best ways to show that respect instead of just giving it lip service is by providing it with your time. Are you showing you, the CEO, respect by honoring that time? This looks like time to make decisions, time to think, time to plan, evaluate, and create. Are those meetings, are those moments, are those goals living on your calendar? And if not, when are you going to start to make that a priority? If you're planning and scheduling those things already, great, amazing, But I want to know, are those meetings with yourself held? 
all the time? Or are they canceled the moment someone else requests something? Or are you showing up late to them always? Or are you just kind of treating it as time that can go ongoing? Does it have a goal attached to that meeting, a clear result that you want to create by the end of your time with yourself? This is how I want you to start to think about your relationship with time as the CEO, with respect, with intentionality, with decisiveness. And when you start to put these practices in to your calendar, the level at which you are going to grow doubles. Because when you start to treat your business like the business that you want, most of you don't want a business where you don't have time to plan, where you don't have time to actually work on the business, where you don't have time to create a new offer or create a new marketing strategy or where you have time to just deliver a bonus, something fun to your clients and your customers, right? If you're always in the thick of delivering and putting out fires, you're missing out on this really, really important tripod foundation of your relationship with yourself as a CEO, okay? So that is where we're going to start. We're going to start with making sure that you are respecting yourself as a CEO by looking at your calendar and looking at the time that you spend with yourself in your business. And if it's not yet and you have all of the excuses in the book, then we're going to question that. Look at it. Why do you feel uncomfortable setting meetings with yourself? Why are you always pushing it? Why do you think that it's not as important or you don't have the time? Because truthfully, it's easy to say that we don't have the time because there's all these other people demanding our time. Are you the CEO demanding of your own time? That's the only way that you are going to make it happen, okay? And so most of the time when I see my clients, the masterful CEOs that I know that they are in the future, but they're not showing up as right now, what we find out is underneath all of it is that they don't trust themselves. They don't think that they're good at time management. They don't think that they're good at setting deadlines. They don't consistently um, believe that they can show up on time or But all of that is coming from the evidence that they are looking to in their past. What do we say on the show all the time? I don't care about your past. We're building your future. We're building this relationship that you're having from your future. What is the relationship that you want to have in the future that you do have? The type of relationship you need to have with time in order to get those dreams, turn those dreams into plans, okay? So we're going to start there by putting that respect, putting your, that respect where you're, I don't know, it's putting your money where your mouth is. I don't know what this phrase is with time. We don't probably spend enough time thinking about that, okay? But you're going to do that by setting time with you, the CEO, on your calendar. Number two is you as the CEO and money. Are you treating your business like a business? But I'm going to rephrase that actually. Does the way that you interact with your business's money reflect that you're running a business? Oof. Now your CEO money practices won't all look the same and they shouldn't. 
but it should reflect the stage of business that you're at right now and the future you're creating with today's decisions. I always want you to check in with the six areas of money engagement. What I teach is that those are earning, spending, saving, investing, having, and giving. Now, as a CEO, you might have mastered one or two or three of these areas of money engagement. Or maybe you kind of are dabbling and or avoiding all of them altogether, and you just believe of you as the business owner, your job is just to be the talent and to be the customer service, right? And you don't engage with money in this way. That's about to change, okay? These are the high quality questions that I want you to ask yourself to check in with your relationship with you as the CEO and money. Are you paying yourself? The amount matters less to me than the practice of paying yourself from your business to your personal account? Are you pricing your business according to the value that you offer? Are you overspending in your business? Or are you spending from your profits rather than are you spending from your gross revenue and probably putting yourself into a situation in which you can't pay yourself? Are you saving with specific intentions for the business? Are you investing consistently in you, the CEO, in a coach or in developing a new skill? Are you letting your profits grow without immediately devouring them? Are you giving in a way that reminds you why you started? Do you have giving incorporated into your business in a way that your values match Your core values match the way that your business shows up. Most importantly, are you looking at the numbers in your business? Not to judge yourself or to boost your ego, but because knowing your numbers is one of your core jobs as the CEO. In order to turn those dreams into reality, like I said before, we need to create a relationship with money that says this. There are no numbers that can rock me. I am capable of solving for any math problem. If I need to earn more, I'll create a plan to do so. If I need to spend less, that's what I'll do. If I need to give more, if I want to give more, I'll create a path to be able to do it. If the goal is to save, I will go all in on saving for that specific goal. Money is a currency and I respect the flow of it. And when I believe that money and I are partners, that I do not just make money decisions emotionally, but I create plans and then I follow through on them, I am able to act at the highest capacity as a CEO. So bring it on world. There is nothing that you can't handle. Now, finally, let's talk about you, the CEO, and your mindset. As I was preparing to write this episode, I had a chat with my father-in-law who was in town. He's a very successful entrepreneur and a founder of a multi-million dollar business after a succession of other failed businesses, which I love to mention because I think it's really important for us to understand the whole picture and to reinforce the idea that failure is just something that we collect on our path to success. I asked him if he had any tips on how he managed to separate himself, the person, from himself, the CEO, when he was amidst the failure. 
Essentially, he told me that he partnered the healthy belief that failure is a part of the process with the strategy of analyzing the data rather than analyzing himself. He looked at the numbers for clues. My mother-in-law chimed in that he was not emotional when it came to his business. And I think that I quickly realized that this advice, while sound and practical, wouldn't cover all of what you guys and my clients who are all women need to hear. But it's also not something that should be discounted. So let's just expand on it. A healthy relationship with the CEO means separating your self-worth from the results of your business. It means stopping making a failed sale mean you are a failure. But also, it means not judging yourself for feeling disappointed or frustrated. You can't fully remove the human from the CEO, and I personally don't recommend that you even try to do this. See episode 150 as we talk about how CEOs are humans too. So naturally, there are going to be moments because you're human when you feel negatively about the results you're getting. That's actually healthy. I want that for you. Negative emotions can inspire change, introspection, vision, and creative solutions. It's when we stay in this space or judge ourselves for feeling negative that it becomes a detriment to our business. When you judge yourself for being disappointed or frustrated, you're undermining yourself as the CEO. You're saying, you should be better than this. You shouldn't be here. You're a failure. And that does not inspire the creative solutions and changes that we want as the CEO of our business. It causes us to hide, to second guess, sometimes to overwork, to shame ourselves, to micromanage our team, to resent our clients, break our policies, discount our prices, take less risks, and doubt or even stop doing what's working. Okay, so this could not be a more important part of the foundation of your relationship with yourself as a CEO is to recognize that being human and having a negative emotion about where you're at is totally okay. Also, having failure is a part of your success story. Okay, and I don't know who needed to hear this today, but exactly where you're at is exactly where you're supposed to be. So stop any story of making it mean that you are anything less than your perfect current version that is providing what you need to become that future self. Once you get there, once you really get into true acceptance, you can start analyzing the data. You can start really looking and saying, okay, great. If the results that I want are as good as done in that future, we don't have to change anything about what's happened so far. We just need to decide what we want to do now, what we want to believe now, and what we want to feel now to take that action sustainably. All right. Now we're going to update you on what's going on in the hapster world before we close out. It is less than two weeks away. I'm putting my fist in the air. If you're not watching the YouTube, go and watch it because it's pretty entertaining. (laughs) 
you've been listening to this show because you aspire, if you've been listening to this show because you aspire to have a business, or if you've just stumbled on this show today and you don't have a business, but you're like, ooh, future stuff, that's pretty cool. Or if you do have a business, but you haven't cracked the code to monetize it yet consistently, this is your sign to jump in. The Splash Pad is going to be my course and lifetime community for people who are ready to start monetizing that thing that they know they're already good at, the thing they know people want from them. We're going to be going through the course two weeks at a time, dripping you only the most important things because all over the place, I get frustrated because I see courses for beginners that just overload and distract you with future problems. While my current coaching group helps you connect with your future self, and here on the show a lot, we talk about anticipating future skills that you're going to need in your business and obstacles you'll need to overcome. That's actually the opposite of what you need to do when you're first learning how to turn that hobby or jobby into an actual business. You just need an offer, you need to market it, you need to sell it, and you need to deliver it. You do not even need a logo or a website or even an LLC in most cases. You need to experiment again and again. And I'm going to make your path there crystal clear. On June 1st, the splash pad will become available to purchase. And the first 10 people that join are going to get bonus coaching call to deep dive into their particular offer. And the goal is going to be for you guys to begin selling and making money in your first 30 days. Anyone who tells you it takes longer than that to make money is cray, okay? To get the reminder on June 1st and guarantee that bonus, make sure you get on the wait list by going to the link in my Instagram bio. My Instagram, if we're not friends and following each other already, is at Jess McKinley Wayno. That's J-E-S-S McKinley, M-C-K-I-N-L-E-Y, Wayno, U-Y-E-N-O. Or you can just click the link in the show notes. For the rest of you who already do have a business, and you're craving that higher level mastery in what you do, what are you even doing not joining us in what will be? This is a big announcement for those of you who are current clients, formerly known as Happening Sessions. Yes, henceforth, Happening Sessions will now be known more simply as what it really is, the Masterful CEO School. July 10th, we're going to begin pre-enrollment for our September class of the Masterful CEO School. This room affects the way you think. It affects the way that you think fundamentally about time, money, and yourself as a business owner forever. For six months, we meet weekly, virtually, and now also for a live event in person. It's 50% strategy and 50% mindset. And this hybrid approach that I use has been touted as being the things everyone needs to know, but nobody is teaching. Pre-enrolling will get you immediate access to your workbook and the coaching portal, as well as some other really killer bonuses where you can begin to journal and get coaching feedback from yours truly. I'm so excited. I don't know which phase of business you're in, but figure out which one 
is the route for you and make sure you get on those wait lists. This episode, it's been a love note to you. And the deepest love, it's based on mutual respect. So if you were listening to this realizing, shit, I have a lot of work to do on my relationship with me, the CEO, welcome to the club. That's fine. You can start today. This work, it's ongoing, but you can start with just one thought. Find one belief today about when it comes to time and money and your mind. Decide what you want to believe and then realize you get to just believe it. Regardless of the evidence to the contrary lurking in your past, just let it live there. The past is dead, okay? This is what we do here. We rewrite history by building the future from thin air. It is that easy. You've already proved it. Sincerely, Future You. Hey, hapsters. If you want to learn more about today's topic, head over to whatshappening.com forward slash podcast. That's what's happening, W-H-A-T-S-H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G.com forward slash podcast. If you're a business owner and you're resonating with what we talk about here, what are you even doing? Come hang out with me over where the party's at on Instagram at what's happening, W-Jets. Again, that's happy, H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G. And book a discovery call to see if coaching is your next best step.